We get a one personal space, two personal space, three. Hey, hello, listeners. This is just a quick disclaimer for this week's episode. As anyone that's listened to the show before knows, uh, there can be some adult language, and anyone that's listening for the first time, please keep that in mind. Uh, we tend to be ourselves and not filter, so occasionally a bad word might come out. If you have any children in the room, please put on some headphones or have them put on some headphones. Thank you. That I don't even care about this. I'm not even interested in having this skin on my personal space. You're listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the IDP Guys, episode 133. My name is Nathan. I'm joined with my co-host, Johnny. Greetings. And Sean. What's going on, guys? Hey. So we've got, uh, we just went through our first week of the IDP Invitational Playoffs. Uh, had a bunch, you know, a few guys on by. Johnny was one of them. Uh, but I do want to give a major shout out to the first people to go out in our playoffs. Uh, they're the bottom 12 for this week. Uh, Bourbon Cowboy, Brandon Rojas, Jason Fluke, Trip, Rich Winston, Ian Harris, Jason Lesher, Joe Grunsby, Nick Choplick, Craig A. Ruth, Kyle LaPointe, Chuck Leary Jr. Thank you for playing this year. Uh, make sure you sign up for next year. Go to idpguys.org, uh, and there's a button to click in. In 2021, IDP Invitational Playoffs. It was a great cause. We raised, I believe, about $2,000 for uh, autism awareness. And um, it's been it's been a good season, and glad we're in the playoffs. Um, Sean's not in it because he refuses to play MFL. But, Johnny, what are you uh, – how are you doing in that league? Good. I was at 360 this week, and I didn't have to be at 360 this week. I just set a lineup anyway to see – what would happen and i would have been fine yeah absolutely you got to buy because you won the uh the hardest division yeah one of the hardest yeah but all righty uh with that let's jump into the question what's something you did different this season compared to seasons past in terms of fantasy football strategy um so i'll answer for me and then i'll answer for you also nate um so for me, I was setting my lineups far more often. Um, just with the number of injuries that were going down and the amount of stuff that was just totally unexpected, I was setting my full lineups about four times a week. Um, and I really think that that's kind of what helped me out this year, uh, why I had such a solid year in overall, is just that I had 
always had people playing. I was always prepared for, you know, like if these games get postponed, uh, what is my contingency plan, all that stuff. Um, and then along with that, you start to recognize problems with your roster pretty early, which then helps you to go and make the proper moves on the waiver wire before they become an actual issue. Um, and then I'd say the thing Nate did differently was uh, not setting his lineups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had a busy yeah. year. Yeah, no, it was it was a rough year, especially with the the Tuesday, the Wednesday games, the you know the double headers Monday, the weird stuff going on. But I, that's something I've always done. I set alarms. I'm like OCD with that stuff, so I don't miss any of that stuff ever. Um, something I did different this year was looking at opposing offense for streaming in shallower IDP leagues. Um, you know, because th- there are weeks when it's like in those shallow leagues, you've got a bunch of really good linebackers sitting on waivers and, you know, are you going to play, you know, Tremaine Edmonds against Chicago or something, you know, that, that, that their run game has traditionally been crap all year, you know, or get someone that's got a better matchup and sit your stud that week and go with the better matchup. Uh, I did that a lot this year and it worked out pretty good. Um, but yeah, like what Sean said, that, that was key this year, you know, doing the same thing at the same times every week and setting your lineups a ton, like, often several times throughout the week was definitely important. Yeah. I think um, now, as Sean had said, like I've been busy. So my fantasy game hasn't been right up there where it usually is, but the biggest strategy that I like intentionally put in place this year would have to be with the COVID leagues where I try to draft different in each league and that caused me to have different assets and different hits during the season. Like um, this isn't a COVID league, but it kind of came around that same time. The Unreal Tournament League. I think you're in it, Sean, with uh, Big Three. Yeah, those. I think one of the three I didn't make the playoffs in. Yeah, I I just took first seed. Um, I have a banging team that was made of guys that you wouldn't necessarily have known were going to be good this year. Um, You know, just by trying different combinations of people, this one happened to, you know, be a good, good league. And I think I added to it by um, making a trade for Derrick Henry. So Mm. it was, uh, yeah, that was the league I had uh, at Barkley and I think Dak go down. And so it was, uh, and then I, my backup, was uh was Wentz, which has been a train wreck. So yeah, this league I've got uh Josh Allen and Ben Roethlisberger as my two quarterbacks. That'll work. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, nice that you wouldn't have thought of, you know, eight months ago. Um, and then I I've got James Robinson Robinson that came out in that league. Miles Gaskin. There's a there's a few. Yeah. I have Miles Gaskin in so many leagues. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was uh, the major change that I did this year. And honestly, in Startup Dynasty, like, I'm glad I did that because those leagues, like, I'm set up for a good couple years. But um, with that, how'd you guys do this week? Uh, Pretty good, all things considered. Um, actually, missed it and missed the playoffs in four. 
uh, at a 22. Um, Cause I'm just remembering, I brought this up in the Slack chat earlier. I missed the playoffs. <laughs> I'd been in the championship the last two years, had not won it. I missed the playoffs with a team that had Ryan Tannehill, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews, Terry McLaurin, Brandon Cooks as my starting lineup because of that stupid J.K. Dobbins touchdown that should have <laughs> never happened at the end of the game where it was like, yep, they're just going to run the ball twice and kneel it. And then, of course, Gus Edwards just breaks off a huge one and puts J.K. Dobbins in place to score. So I ended that league with uh, the second most points and missed the playoffs at six and six. That that was a big touchdown yesterday. So that uh that big cash league that um oh god that I was in last year that I won three hundred bucks in second place. I was going to miss after that Cooper touchdown, and the J.K. Dobbins touchdown erased that and brought me back in. So that was that was I did not see that coming. That was great. I'll take it. Nice. And no one saw that coming. It should have never happened. <laughs> like it, yep. it, it was, I was locked into victory there and then that had to happen. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I did really good this week. 21 out of 26 total, 10 and four sleeper, five and three Yahoo, three and one, my fantasy league, not eliminated. It's me, Hollywood and Eric Hauf, uh as the final three and Hollywood's eliminator. Um, in playoffs in seven of eight in Yahoo, all four in my fantasy league, and ten of fourteen in sleeper, twenty-one of twenty-six total, fifty-five bucks in DFS. So good week all around. Nice. Yeah, I'm not going into when I how many I made playoffs and how many I didn't because that <laughs> is just gonna make me look really bad. Um, but I did advance in the IDP Invitational, and I got the first seed in Unreal Tournament, and I got a handful of other uh, playoff uh, chances. But I like my my chances in, as that number one seed in Unreal Tournament because I get to play uh, two kind of no-names rather than Joey and jo- or Johnny uh, in, when I come back from by. Uh, I think Adam has to play either one of you two because you're playing each other in that league for the first round. So I don't have to uh, contend with one of the big IDP big shots. Jesus, cat. What did your cat do? <laughs> Just sprinted across the room and slid across the table. You didn't see her whack the computer? <laughs> no. Not at all. That's funny, but... Alrighty. What's up, guys? It's Josh, Adam, and Bobby here with the Big Three IDP podcast. And if you've never listened to our show before, here's just a taste of the insanity that you will get week in and week out with the Big Three IDP podcast. Skunks are so cute. <laughs> We just ate White Castle at like 10.45 at night. i tell you one I liked about it a little bit more was Jeffrey Simmons. Whoa, Did you say a Bartman like Steve Bartman? <laughs> I don't like Bartman in Chicago this year. He's going to catch too many foul balls. You know it's all about getting real and getting down to business and getting down to the facts. <laughs> Slot of man, slot of mouth. 
So if you would like more of the shenanigans that you just heard in these little snippets, be sure to subscribe to the Big 3 IDP podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Addy. Listeners are guaranteed to have a good time. Hey, you can't afford not to do this, baby. That's right, baby. Okie dokie, another interesting news week. Uh, let's see, we've got nothing, nothing good. Uh, well, <laughs> one thing, possibly good. Jalen Hurts, name starter, Carson Wentz, rug pulled out from under him. I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm on board. Let's <laughs> let her rip. <laughs> so, the thing is, Jalen Hurts is probably better for their current situation because right now, Carson Wentz is here's every Carson Wentz throw drop back to pass. Nobody open either throw into coverage or flail around and get sacked. Jalen hurts comes in same situation, except sub out the flail around and get sacked and sub in run for two yards. And I mean, I'll take two yards over negative eight. So, I mean, if he completes a pass every once in a while, you know, whatever. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's it's better than what we had. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, Bud Dupree torn ACL. This one is not great. Um, Alex Highsmith is the replacement. You guys losing any Bud Dupree? No. No. Yep. Me either. Uh, DeAndre Swift brain injury. What was that? Concussion. Yeah, I know. They usually but, just call but, it a brain injury. Yeah, but, I mean, you saw the Peterson quote, right? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I don't know what the hell Peterson's doing commenting on that. Um, but I would guess that it's not dissimilar from other concussions. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was interesting how he kind of threw him under the bus like that. That was not great. Yeah, I have no idea what Peterson's doing talking about that stuff. So, uh, What did Peterson say? I missed that. He said he looks lethargic because he's got a brain injury. Yeah, he's like, hasn't seemed like himself, doesn't have a lot of energy. Just basically saying, like, this dude's fucked up. <laughs> it's yeah. Just like, it's just like, you don't ever do that to your teammates. Like, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Just don't say that. Like, leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't a good look. Um, do you guys want to shut down Swift rest of the year? It's not going to happen because uh, Bevel thinks he has a shot at the head coaching job. And Ooh. what do you what do you know? The Lions win a game, and suddenly Lions fans want him to be their head coach. It's just <laughs> God. Lions Twitter is such a train wreck this year. It's just yeah. ridiculous. I'm so upset about it. Um, what's more upsetting about the Bevel situation, to me, is that he's been calling garbage all year long. And then it just kind of seems like now that Patricia was fired, he decided to like pull out the stops and mix things up. And it's like, but why didn't you do that before? Like why suddenly? I feel like you- this is a common thing that happens, especially when like a coach either knows they're going to be fired or they're like grasping at straws. Um, I feel like this happened like when Caldwell was 
close to being fired when um Jim Shorts was close to being fired like they just they go into the meeting and just say we're we're scrapping everything and doing something different and it's like they win a game and then they're like oh okay I guess I'm good and then they they don't I, I guess for me though like Bevel you're your job has been on the line all year. Like it's, it's not like suddenly your job is on the line. Like you've, your job has been on the line since week one. So like, why, why didn't you say scrap it? We're going to try something different before. How much uh, influence do you think Patricia had over him and what they did? Zero. Yeah. I don't think he had any influence over the offense, which is what's so just mind numbing to me about the situation. But realistically the game plan from the beginning of the year should have been put the ball in Matthew Stafford's hands, let him air it out, run motion, run play action, do all the good stuff, take shots deep, mm-hmm. profit. <laughs> Instead, we got Adrian Peterson up the middle on first and second down for 10 weeks. Steel underpants, step two, step three, profit. Profit. That's- <laughs> Uh, Blake Cashman to IR. Harvey Lange is the way to go. So that's fun. I mean, Cashman's been pretty much on IR all year. He hasn't, even when he came back, he hasn't really been playing. Yeah, he played special team snaps. That's it. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Uh, more bad IR news. Trey Flowers to IR, the one without the Y. Um, but this gives us DJ Reed again. So I'm actually kind of into it. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Jets fire Greg with two G's, Williams, after that. Holy, holy hell. <laughs> I, I I, couldn't believe I watched that live. Like, I could not believe my eyes when that happened. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, huh. Okay. What happened here? Wild. Wild. I mean, does anyone buy the conspiracy theories that he was, like, told to do that? I think if he was told to do that, we would have heard about it already because you can't tell a coach to do that and then fire him for doing it and expect him to stay quiet about it. Yep. Yeah. I can't believe they were close to winning that game. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh lost to Washington too. (laughs) True. That would have been a crazy week if those two upsets happened simultaneously. Yep. Any given Sunday. Uh, Panthers got some coronavirus shenanigans going on. Apparently it was an outside team, uh, gathering. That's, uh, the, the cause or whatever. Regardless, it's not good. We're not getting DJ Moore this week. Curtis Samuel. Who else? There's some others. Yeah. How's CMC looking? Uh, he was okay. He's on, he's on the news a little further down. It's, it's not good. (laughs) Um, yeah, so you guys got any fallout from this? Yeah, I got some DJ Moore I'm not going to get. That's not great. Robbie Anderson's still available, though, right? Mm-hmm. So he's the only target there now. Pretty much. I'm into that. Should be shout out to uh, Shout out to Joey for convincing me to get a single Robbie Anderson chair. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's had a good year. Uh, okay, so CMC was going to be good to go this week, but he injured his quad today, and now he's not probably going to be good to go. Uh, 
Do we know what it is? Quad. Yes, like, but do we know what happened to it? Oh, I have no idea. I, I just read the story. It said it, it tweaked his quad, whatever that means. Okay, so this this could be one week. It could be a season ender. We don't know. Yeah, no, I have no idea. But um, right. not not Although great for, for him to come back for playoffs. Right, yeah. right, right. Regardless, it's not great for first week of playoffs. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Steelers lose. Robert Spillane hurt. Avery Williamson in. Um, good for Williamson. Not great for the Steelers. Uh, what'd you guys think of that game? Yeah, I mean that uh, that was not the way I expected it to go. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, they made some good adjustments at halftime. They really did. Yeah. Um, I was bummed McLaurin couldn't do more. Uh, that was the cause of one of my other leagues not making the playoffs. Needed uh, needed McLaurin to outscore Zeke, and uh, I think he put up a point and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was not a good week for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this, this has been coming, right? The Steelers have been playing down to their competition and playing up to their competition. Just whoever's in front of them, it's usually close, unless it's the Browns in which case they just split their butt cheeks. Um, so it was well, going to happen. Division. Yeah. Uh, okay, Michigan spared uh, embarrassment on the national stage due to coronavirus. Uh, this is unfortunate for Ohio State, though. I know this is an NFL podcast, but we're not getting Michigan-Ohio State this weekend. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, it also and, means uh, Ohio yeah, State's... Gonna say it. Yep. Okay, yeah, so they, they can't... Can't qualify, yeah. Yeah, they can't play in the Big Ten Championship, which means they also won't be in the playoffs and uh, RIP Ohio State season. I thought that they were trying to put in another uh, game. It was something to do with the Big Ten had to approve a replacement game. Yeah, cookie cutter game. I, I'm sure they'll push for it, you know, or right. something. Yeah. I don't know if they'll get it, but they want to. Yeah, yeah, not great, though. Um because, I mean, you know, you take them out of the mix and, what, it's Notre Dame, Clemson, Alabama, and then question mark? <laughs> uh, I think Cincinnati's still in the running. Um, I think they're still undefeated, um, which would be a wild one. But uh, I think Oklahoma's still up there, too. Um, they got a couple, couple losses. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I haven't yeah, checked yeah. the standings in a minute here. Georgia has two as well, I, I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, so we yeah, really Georgia need, shouldn't be in the conversation. Right. We need Ohio State in the conversation, or it's going to be, you know, three legit teams, in, if you want to call an Orchard Dame legit, and one that just gets blown away. Sorry, uh, it, was not, it was not Oklahoma. It was uh, Texas A&M. So you got after Ohio State, um, Cincinnati had to have lost. So you've got uh, Texas A&M, Florida, both with one loss. Iowa State, two losses. Oh, Cincinnati is still undefeated. Yeah. Um, Georgia's got two. Miami's got one. Oklahoma's got two. Indiana's got one. You got Coastal Carolina still undefeated too. I'd, I'd be, that, that I'd be down there. with if they if Ohio State can't get back in. I'd be down with Florida. I mean, it'd be great for Cincinnati to go as a program, but let's be real. They get Alabama and they would get fucking annihilated. <laughs> sure. But I mean, what's the point of playing the season? If, 
if you're going to have a team like Cincinnati just go undefeated and then just be like, sorry, we're going to put a two-loss team in instead of you. You know, what's even the point of the season? Yeah. Is Cincinnati in front of Florida right now? No. They have uh, they have Cincinnati ranked eighth behind a two-loss Iowa State team and a one-loss A&M and a one-loss Florida. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Should be interesting. Uh, and last but not least, A.J. Boye uh, suspended. Six games, PED. Seems to be going around. Um, not great. Good streaming corner. Not good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's about all you could say. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, okay, a couple notes. Uh, reaction. I mean, you guys already somewhat covered it. Reactions to the Lions win. Uh, so we talked about this last week, things that might change after the new administration. Not a ton. Griffin saw more snaps. Okwara saw a lot more snaps. Raglan saw no snaps, basically. Curse also, J. Ron Curse also saw a tumble. Walker remains the same. Jerron Harmon is the safety to own, apparently, as strange as that is. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't like any of this. Just... <laughs> I don't... There's no reason to have any Lions IDP players right now. Yeah, I'm okay with Collins. Jamie got, Collins, yeah. Yeah, I got Aquara in a couple like really deep places. Um, that's it though. It's, yeah, you know, you know why? Yeah, Romeo's no. Romeo's been good this year. Um, yeah. yeah so. uh, and last but not least, uh, Nate, you want to tell us about prediction strike? I believe it's called. Yeah. Uh, so this is something that came up in uh, Twitter timeline. Um, Tyler Joseph had tagged both of us in it in uh, some promotion that they were doing, but it piqued my interest enough to sign up for their app and uh, and take a look. And it is essentially like player stocks. Um, you you go through just a list of like players that have different values and. I'm assuming that the values are assigned based off of how well they're doing. Um, I'm not fully certain how they pick um, the the prices, but so like you might purchase a share of Clyde Edwards Hilaire right now at uh, $2.85. Uh, and he is currently right down right now, trending down 33%. So if he comes out and has a good game or good news comes out that then changes, his value goes up and then you could sell him at say $3 and 50 cents. And then you essentially win that, whatever the difference is there of like 70, 80 cents. Um, And Tyler Joseph, apparently he bought in Antonio Gibson at like 20 cents or something and then he blew up and he sold his shares at like five bucks made some made some money off of it so i don't know exactly how it all works apparently you're buying it from the app makers and not from like other owners so like in in normal stocks like the company has a uh, initial offering where they sell the stocks out. And then from there, like Sean would be holding a stock and then selling it to John at whatever the market value is. Uh, it doesn't seem to be that type of situation. So I'm not 
too sure like how it's regulated or controlled, but it falls under DFS, uh, daily huh. fantasy sports, and uh, they have it for NFL and NBA. And you just have a portfolio and you buy your stocks, they increase. Um, and then you sell, you can get multiple shares. Um, so like if I wanted Logan Thomas at 380 a share and I wanted to say buy a hundred shares, I would be purchasing, purchasing that for $389 and 50 cents. And hopefully he goes up and then I sell those hundred shares and make whatever uh, that sale price is. So it's an interesting concept. Um, yeah, that's I, really cool. That you, He said no IDP yet, right? On that. There's no IDP yet, so it's all offensive players, and I believe there's kickers. Oh. So, all right. Uh, that could be interesting on the kicker aspect because they would be so volatile, I guess. And generally your more volatile stock is where you can make big quick returns but um yeah like aldrick rosas is 63 cents right now and he's up six <laughs> percent Taysom hill eleven dollars and 85 cents uh, i'd imagine that a few weeks ago he would have been pennies oh that's a good point that's interesting we'll have to look at that more in the off season because that that sounds like the type of degenerate shit I could get into. <laughs> right, right. It's it's cool. And, uh, it would be nice if they'd add in IDP and... Um, and hit and, us up for a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, there you go. For Johnny the Greek. There you go. Awesome. All right, cool. MyFantasyFootballShirt.com is your place to get top quality fantasy football gear. Get yourself some merch from some of your favorite podcasts. Need some custom shirts for your league? Contact us today. Just go to MyFantasyFootballShirt.com. All right, here we go. We pair similar pair players together. Talk about who we like, who we don't like. Send it out to you on Twitter and see what you think. Uh, so with that, let's start with last week's gut checks. Sean, you're looking at me like I just did you, something. You killed it. That was that was the cleanest delivery <laughs> you had. And it took it took three and a half years, but we got there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 133 episodes. So, uh, with that, we got a pair of linebackers. Uh, Philadelphia's. Alex Singleton, uh, the Raiders, Nick Kwiatkowski, with 186 votes, 60% Singleton. Mm. It, this isn't a big one for me. I could go either way. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give that much of a shit, but I think Kwiatkowski is probably safer long term. Gotcha. All right. So pair corners, uh, the Rams, Troy Hill versus Miami's Xavier Howard. With 138 votes, 66%, Xavier Howard. That yep. one should have been bigger. Yeah, Troy Hill keeps having these crazy games. He had another pick six last week. Like it's it's people see the numbers. Yeah, but so yes, but yes I agree. That, 
before we go on, uh, how do you like Xavier Howard going into next year as a stash? Love a lot. That. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And I think in our scoring uh, for the COVID leagues, he's like corner four. He's defensive back four. Yeah, he's up. I found him on the waiver wire in one league and put a uh, claim. Yeah, it all depends on the scoring. But um, if you do the big play scoring, similar to what we do, he's top five corner or top five defensive back. Mm -hmm. All right, so a pair of quarterbacks. Uh, Houston's Deshaun Watson, Chargers' Justin Herbert with 169 votes. 55% 55% to Sean Watson. Yep. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And hey, who could have seen? Who would have thought that Belichick would uh, just completely shut down a rookie quarterback like that? And that, that never happens, right? Yeah. Well, and just like <laughs> ruined people's seasons between him and Miles Sanders. Like, I got to believe that a ton of people missed the playoffs because of that. No doubt. Uh, all righty. I played um, what's his face instead from the Rams. Um, Goff. Yeah, thank you, Goff. Yes, um, much better day. Uh, okay, this week we got a pair of running backs from the same team that are both actually peaking around around about the same time. Uh, hey, I do got you a want? Question. Yep. I want an audible here. Yeah. Uh, for this gut check, check. I think we should do uh, stash like who we like better for next year. Oh yeah, sure. that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that could be the end of part of your answer. Sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, uh, who you guys want? Naheem Hines or Jonathan Taylor? Obviously, I want Taylor long term, but I actually like Hines better for the rest of this year for PPR value. I think I'm still taking Taylor. Nate. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Taylor here. Uh, what do you think Hines has as far as value? Next year, do you think they play him anywhere near the similar role? Uh, I wouldn't bet on it. I think his career goes the route of Duke Johnson, where he he gradually sees less and less carries and sees the same number of targets when he's on the field. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it is nice though that Taylor's finally starting to like do what we were hoping for, like Scores, exactly score now. Points. <laughs> yeah, seriously. A better late than never. Um, okay, here's here's another good one for you. A couple of young linebackers. Uh, Joe Schobert of the Jacksonville Jags or Deion Jones of the Falcons. Uh, I think long-term, I want Deion Jones, and I think this year, I want Deion Jones. Yep, Deion Jones for both. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, um, I'm not sure... I don't... I don't know. I don't have any Deion Jones this year, and it doesn't seem like he's been doing the greatest. What? He's been, he's been killing it. Quite good. Yeah. He has? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing more about uh, Foyasade Aluakun over there. That's uh, because he was a little more unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me pull up where he's ranked in the COVID yeah, league. Exactly curious to know just because i i kind of feel like both of these guys are getting close to pasture uh deon jones is still young for sure mm-hmm. yeah so deon yeah. jones is 26 years old and by our scoring he is linebacker five Woo! Okay. jesus yeah, yeah. That, 
I mean, he had the one the bad year last year, and I think I jumped off the train, so I haven't really been watching him close. Um, so that's, I mean, good for him. That's always, yeah. No, it's nice to see him back like that. Yeah, good to see him back as an LB one, most deaf. Uh, last but not least, we got a pair of defensive ends. These guys are both on the younger side too. Uh, in Cincinnati, Sam Hubbard, or in Las Vegas now, Max Crosby. Uh, this may not be popular, but I'm going to go with Sam Hubbard because once again, he's now that he's back, he's healthy and he's playing as much as he's supposed to. He's putting up a ton of combined tackles every week and I'll take combined tackles over inconsistent spotty sacks any day of the week. Uh, it's more consistent. It's more reliable. Um, I'll go with that. I like them both though. It definitely depends on your league setup. So like volatility is a lot bigger of an issue when you're say like starting one defensive lineman or one defensive end. Um, if you're starting like a full four defensive lineman, you can afford to have that pass rush volatility because it evens out across the four. Um, so like basically you're smoothing out your edges. So for me, I still want, pass rush production over tackles. Um, if I'm playing in a league where you're starting several defensive linemen. Yep. Um, I don't know. I just like the consistency, but yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's setups for everything. So, yep. yeah, I've got both and I've definitely as a gut feeling feel better about Hubbard. So that's probably from his consistent tackles and Crosby is one of those guys where generally I'm missing the week. Um, I He has a bad week, I bench him, and then he has a good week, I play him, and then he has a bad week, and I bench him. So That's why, that's why you just play your studs and you roll with them. Yeah. I mean, as far as like my startups and stuff, like Max Crosby was a guy I got late, so he was my replacement guy. So, okay. Yeah, I guess I have other studs that, you know, would go yeah. in front of him. I guess yeah. he didn't fall late in any of the drafts that I did this year. Um, and I have him in a ton of leagues from drafting him last year. So I had him, I had him graded coming out above Rashawn Gary. All righty, it's listener questions. They're questions from listeners. We get them from the Slack chat and allegedly, allegedly, and sometimes from the contact us box and sometimes from random Outlook email accounts. We've got a few this week. It was a busy week in the listener questions section. First one is from Tony on the Slack chat, who is probably, besides Joe G, the second most active member of the Slack chat, I would have to say. Uh, and he says, rest of season, so playoffs, John Johnson or Justin Simmons? That is a great question. What do you boys think? I'm going Simmons, but what do you think? Yeah, I didn't I didn't look at their uh, their matchups, um, so I'll let you handle this one. And yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what they are either. Um, let me see. So Simmons has Carolina this week. Johnson has New England. So definitely Simmons this week. Um, so then I think the answer is Simmons. For me, yeah. it's all like, for me, like, you and I have had this conversation, but even the best team in the league against the lowest seeded playoff team, you have about a 55 to 
60 if it's really a lopsided percent chance of winning any given week any given week um so for me it's all about just like making it to the next round so you just take whoever's whoever's the best for your first round matchup because if you don't win that one doesn't even matter right yep survive in advance um yeah and these are both safety ones so you just want to look at the better matchup uh new england's passing offense is like 27th 25th it's terrible carolina's used to be top 10 earlier in the season now it's like middle of the pack so that's where i would go um okay second one is from dj more toilet humor please at outlook.com asks are you getting cyberpunk 2077 and if so how much time do you plan on spending on designing your character's package like wait the package as in the, the package exactly exactly what you think it means yeah yeah that's that's apparently quite a detailed part of the character design process uh i'm not getting it for two weeks sean are you getting it tomorrow uh we'll see i'm waiting for waiting for my buddy to play it um nate and i were actually just talking about this i am terrible at shooters on console and i'm good at shooters on pc um i'm so terrible on console that i don't even play them unless there's some sort of like aim assist uh mechanic like red dead or fallout or mass effect or something like that um so i'm waiting for my buddy to play it a little bit and see how intensive the shooting is and if it's pretty intensive i'll be getting it on pc if it's not then i'll be getting it on playstation oh okay good call plus apparently you can be a hacker you can be um like a slasher with swords and stuff um, he could be slasher with swords with a big dick, slasher with swords with a small dick, yes, slasher with swords with an average dick. Right, the, right. The options are endless. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna be be packing heat. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll, about, I'll be getting that your fantasies. What about your fantasies, man? <laughs> yeah, hey, got to somehow, right? <laughs> Is that exclusive for uh, the new consoles? No. no. So that's that's also the reason I'm not super rushed to get it. So they the version that they have out right now is not the version that is for next gen consoles. So like you can play it on next gen consoles, but you're playing the PS4 version. The yeah. PS5 version they said is coming out sometime in 2021, which just knowing CD Project Red could be, you know, like like they're the George R. R. Martin of video games. Like we may never see it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it looks awesome. Though. I'm definitely getting it. Um, I, haven't, I haven't checked in on George in a while. I kind of want to see because um, he was doing a he was doing a game with he was writing uh, the new From Software game, like the company that makes Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and he was supposed to be writing it. And then I guess he didn't really finish it either. And so it's just been delayed indefinitely. And it's like, what did you expect to happen if you hired George R. R. Martin to write something? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but yeah, we're all looking forward to it here. Mr. Uh, DJ Moore, toilet hammer, please. Uh, your, your wish is our command. Um, okay, this one is from, seriously, I did not make this one up. The shitter strikes again at outlook.com. It says that I, I, I'm nobody uses Outlook. You're the only one that uses Outlook. I I took a screen grab and put it in here. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm seeing it in the notes. Like I'm, but like, where did you get that screen grab from? My email. 
tell you? Yes. That's that's the that's how we know you're lying because you don't put your email address out on the show at all. <laughs> no, it's it's from Kyle B. <laughs> but but he asks with Blake, take my cash man, you sexy beast, back on IR yet again. Are we giving him the boot in Dynasty or holding out hope for next year? Thanks, fellas, and remember, poop related road rage is real. He's got a gr- he's got a great point on that last part right there. Um, I'm not really into Cashman. <clears throat> Mosley's coming back next year. Who knows who the other guy will be? Uh, what do you think, Sean? I really like Cashman, but it's become pretty clear he's not a part of their plans. So, um, I think his next year is the last might be the last year of his rookie deal. Um, yeah, I believe next year is so. I might be buying him late next year if he's not playing and just hope that he gets a change of scenery and carves out a role somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, and last but not least from Chris W in the Slack chat, uh, one of the newer, not a newer subscriber. He's been there for a minute. He said, what's up y'all ran up against the buzzsaw of a team last week and my playoff bid was denied. <clears throat> I think I'm all set for keepers with uh CEH and chase young, you know, He's saying, I'll see you next year, basically. Uh, but he wants to know, what what do you do in the offseason to get better at this? Assuming it's a redraft league, but all advice is welcome. Sean, you want to start? No, you can kick it off. So what I, I mean, for redraft, I'm just kind of on autopilot. I've been for a while. But what helped me get better in general at Dynasty and I guess somewhat at redraft for rookies was college fantasy. Adding that to, like, you know, the, the lineup, so to speak, helped me with the rookies quite a bit. Um, and that's huge for I, this. I mean, this is redraft, but it's keeper. So, you know, that'll help. I would recommend trying it. Yahoo has free leagues. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Uh, I usually run a ton of them, but they didn't do it this year. Um, that's what I would recommend. What do you guys think? I think looking into which players are good rather than which players are performing is a huge part of it. Because I think a lot of people get hung up on, like around the draft time, uh, they get hung up on situation or they get hung up on uh, production and IDP. And I think that player performance is more important than the actual production in terms of longevity for fantasy. Um, So I think that buying low on players that are good, that are not putting up numbers is generally a safe bet. Mm. I would uh, go, I've got two things here. One would definitely be doing mock drafts. And this was kind of said to him as a response to this question, but doing mock drafts throughout the off season, just to keep kind of keep it in your head and see where values are going. Um, And obviously keeping up with the news. But the other thing is just uh, staying in a community, staying in a group uh, that is consistently talking about football and at a higher level because generally you're going to be uh, kind of through osmosis, through just having conversations, learning more and learning who the players are to be targeting, who's trending up, like who did well um, the previous year that think could have broken out. Uh, And that's something like our Slack chat is really great for in the off season because there's just, you know, that sense of community and, and just talking about football. I know that especially like our staff likes to 
have some time to check out because it's such a grueling, you know, 16 weeks of, of content. But when we come back around to it, like just having conversations and thinking about like football here and there to keep it on your mind. So you're not coming back into redraft in July with, you know, not knowing what's been going on for the last six months. That's a good point. Alrighty, so we're going to get into week in review and most important waivers uh, since it is, you know, we're looking, we're sniffing at playoffs, uh, playoffs of this week, or for some people, they've already started. Johnny, what are those most important waivers that people need to know? On the uh, uh, IDP side, we've got, once again, Stephen Means Falcons, fourth week in a row. He has blown up. I think it's real. Troy Reader, while Micah Kaiser's out. Donovan Wilson, assuming he gets healthy again next week. Tay Crowder in deeper leagues, that's a Kyle B. recommendation. Todd Davis, if there's no Eric Kendricks. Jermaine Carter. David Long uh, is actually, he played like three quarters of the snaps this week. So he's starting to kind of take over that role that J.M. Brown lost. Uh, Josh Jones is back from IR, had uh, double-digit tackles. So right in time, that's good. Once again, Anthony Walker, if no Okariki. Uh, Nicholas Morrow, it, it's real. He displaced uh, Corey Littleton. That's his job now. He is the captain. Uh, Bryce Hall, corner, great option. Uh, Jets are 32nd in time of possession in the league. Their defense spends more time on the field than any other defense, and he gets targeted a lot. So great option. Uh, Matthias Farley, since Ashton Davis got hurt, which is unfortunate. Uh, DJ Reed, because Trey Flowers is gone. Avery Williamson, because Robert Spillane is gone. And Matt Milano or AJ Klein, I don't know which. It's all over the place right now. Milano played 31% of snaps. Klein had 69% the first week after Milano returned from IR. Just keep an eye on it. It's kind of a shit show right now. I would just avoid it entirely this week because, you know, you don't want to screw around right now. Uh, and on offense, Sean, what do you got? Uh, so Jalen Hurts, yes, in Superflex. Uh, Kiki Kute, probably not on your waivers. Uh, he's playing well now. So I said no last week. I'll switch that to a yes. Um, McKissick is a yes. Anytime you can get a productive running back, yes. Uh, Logan Thomas, eh, don't really care. Uh, Peyton Barber, no. Cam Akers, yes. Rager, maybe. Um, you probably don't want to start him if you're in the playoffs. Um, Zach Hurts, yes. Cam Sims, uh, Dynasty, yes. Redraft, no. Um, Alfred Morris, no. Cephas, no for redraft. Uh, James Washington, no. Too many targets there. Peoples-Jones, uh, if he's available, Dynasty, yes. Uh, Russell Gage, meh. Um, Rashad Penny, probably not going to do anything, but you're aiming for upside. Uh, Gabriel Davis, yes. Um is this Boston Scott that you had next? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably not. That offense is just a train wreck. So, yeah. You, you skipped Gunnar Ozalewski. Yeah, I didn't even want to talk about him. <laughs> yeah. What? Did, didn't, wasn't he working at Bass Pro Shops and Belichick discovered him? Yeah. Yeah. 
Probably. <laughs> nice. Alrighty, so let's get into our week in review where we go over met and under for our players. I knew um, I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, you want to kick something off? Just rattle through your over, all three categories. Yep. Overproduced this week. Uh, JJ Watt, another excellent week. He's actually having a really, really good season. So let's hope he doesn't shatter into a million pieces. Uh, Tredavious White, once again, uh, and not the greatest matchup either. So that's kudos to him. Joe Schobert, obviously, with the touchdown there. Uh, that was pretty nice. Met expectations, Sam Hubbard, Aaron Donald, Bryce Hall, underproduced. Joey Bosa, Cameron Hayward, Drake Greenlaw, uh, obviously, all of them will be fine. Uh, Nate, what do you got? So for my over, I've got Kyle Van Noy. It was his highest points all season. And I don't know. I just, he, Van Noy has just been annoying for three three years of success-ish in IDP since leaving Detroit. So uh, he, he struck my eye as uh, someone I wanted to put there. Uh, just because I'm annoyed with the Lions. Uh, Met, Buddha Baker. He is a beast, and he did beastly things this week. Um, under is Chuck Clark. This was his second lowest all season. Mm. Mm-hmm. Scores. All right. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to do all the positions because I missed this. Uh, so for over, uh, Darren Waller putting up 200 receiving yards at tight end is just stupid. <laughs> um, Met expectations. I got Jonathan Taylor. It's still, you know, like I don't think anyone was expecting 25, but like we were expecting him to be in that RB1 conversation at the beginning of the year. Um, so I'll put that in the Met expectations. And then under, we'll just go with the trifecta of Justin Herbert, Miles Sanders, Terry McLaurin, the, uh, the weak killers. Yeah. Dynasty Football Digest, your new essential site for dynasty information. For as little as $1 a month, gain access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, trends, ADP, in-season assets, and a Slack chat just for subscribers. Purchase today at DynastyFootballDigest.com. Alrighty, so let's kick off our discussion about our week. Um, let's start off with steak. And uh, Johnny, what's your steak this week? Uh, steak would be blue division winner. So that was, would you say, minimum 10 years each person? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was me and IDP dude fighting the whole way through. I edged him out in the last week uh, in a head to head matchup that came right down to the wire. So that was cool. Beating. Uh, What's that? IDP. It's the IDP Invitational. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Ten years of experience in IDP. Right to get in that division. Yeah. Um, yeah. I should have said all that. Um, it, I just assume everyone knows what we're talking about. Thank you, Nate. Um, yeah. But yeah, beating such notables as Mike Waller, Justin Varnes, Tom K. Uh, God, who else? Seahawks Dan was in there. Um, Kyle B. It was a mixture of analysts and fans. So it wasn't all just like beating up on our competitors. Yeah, no, no. It it was it was good competition. The the first place spot was Justin Barnes at one point for a few weeks. Uh 
IDP dude for a few weeks. I had it like once earlier in the year. Um, Ray G, the fan. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was was in first the entire first start of the season, first like month. Um, so yeah, it was a crazy division. It went back and forth the whole time. That was really good stuff. Really enjoyed it. Uh, also, first place overall in the Shark League with uh, Sigmund Bloom and all the other sharks. So. Me and Joey took that down. We're one and two. We're just chilling this week. Uh, salad. So, nailed everything in my Superflex ticket. Uh, got like 150 points. Walking into the Sunday night game, I got Mahomes and Hill. So I just need like a normal Mahomes-Hill game, and I'm cleaning up in the money, right? Three Tyreek Hill touchdowns don't happen. That, that third and one where he didn't reach the ball out and the two called back touchdowns, or the one that you know, they didn't review, and the one that they called back uh, all kept me from winning far more than the $55 I won. So not ideal, but the uh, process was right. just didn't work out. Mm. Gotcha. What about you, Sean? All right. So uh, my stake, I'd, I'd appreciate if we had no follow-up to this. Just let them check it out for themselves. But uh, my stake is this new uh, Twitter account with – some of the best content you'll find on the internet. Uh, it's at Big Jimmy G Guy on Twitter. So just go check it out. It's a, it's a pretty pretty awesome account. How's your salad? What's your salad? Uh, my salad is still no PS5. Ah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna actually take my steak and salad to. Uh, make a couple announcements. Um, so my stake is that uh, this week, starting yesterday, the NFL, our Dynasty Football Digest NFL Draft Guides are available for pre-order for the 2021 season now. Uh, so you can go on idpguys.org and click on the magazine section and be able to purchase, pre-order uh, your magazine for next year. And... Uh, I'm releasing this early. If you want to get a discount on the uh, Draft Magazine subscription, use coupon code NFL Draft 2021, all one word, and you'll get the subscription for the uh, the Draft Magazine bundle plus the websites uh, for 20 bucks, which is thirty dollars cheaper than usual. That will cover you until May when it renews for the new magazine. So you'll get all of the website content and you'll get all of our previous magazines and be able to pre-order uh, without making a purchase uh, for the next uh, fantasy football uh, NFL draft guide. So uh, again, that coupon code is NFL draft 2021, all one word. So go on IDP, guys. Check that out. But it was really cool. Um, I mean, it's a lot of work setting all that stuff up and creating all of the different promo pictures and stuff that's needed. But uh, I'm excited for this season. Fun's hopefully getting more involved this year. We'll see. And no promises. Johnny's the hype man. Yep. <laughs> Really hyping yeah. over there. Nice work. Uh, so, which part of that was the salad? 
Was it None that you're it. giving out a coupon code, or was nope, it that, that was my take. you that hate the magazine that much? So, okay. So, right. so what's so what's the salad? You got to you got to have a salad. I do have a salad. This is the the other part of the announcement. The IDP guys will be shutting down the website for two months, starting after fantasy playoffs. So after, uh, I think after we'll do it after week seventeen. Um. <laughs> There is a cat <laughs> just on your keyboard. Um, but yeah, so the information is going to be going out in an article form. Um, we're recording on Wednesday night, so it'll be coming out on Thursday morning, uh, laying out what we're doing to uh, make the site better and why we're kind of putting up the, there's going to be a maintenance page uh, on the IDP guys website and the DFT site uh, starting pretty much right after week 17, um, just in case any content does come in leading up to the week 17 games. Uh, if you've got really late playoffs, I, I don't advise it, but I want to give that opportunity to the writers. If someone wants to write a start sit, uh, start sit for that last week, but uh, if- I, ain't, I ain't writing shit for week 17. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't usually write a start set any anyway, so it's no. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Nate has a good point. You shouldn't have playoffs in week seventeen. You it's shouldn't so have playoff week seventeen. But in case you do, and in case our writers decide to to write something for week seventeen, I didn't want to shutter the site so soon. Or if you know, I'll still there's still data and stuff you could be looking at. Um, if you have those those uh, late playoffs, but so pretty much my salad is that tomorrow we we are announcing a two month shutdown as we completely redesign the site, integrate new um, features for fixing like uh, login. Uh, we've had a lot of complaints from subscribers just logging in, purchasing subscriptions, those kind of things. We've done patches in the past but essentially i'm i'm breaking the whole site down and rebuilding it um as well as we're doing some stuff with the dfd site that's going to be transferring that content over to idp guys and completely uh changing and repurposing that website and brand it's long term though it's not really a salad it's it's a good thing oh no yeah no it's a good thing but you know as a set like the announcements and all that stuff is um, that that is the salad, and I used that to uh, to make some announcements. Look at you multitasking. Yeah, right. The IDP Guys is your number one resource for IDP information for your fantasy leagues. For as little as $1 a month, get access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, ADP trade calculator, in-season assets, and a Slack chat to get personal help all year round. Purchase today at idpguys.org. All righty. So Johnny the Greek brought to you by Statement Games. This is where um, we sponsor a uh, game on statementgames.com, a tournament, the Sunday night game, and then they sponsor this 
this uh, segment. So Johnny goes through, gives his three picks uh, that he likes for the game. And we have been announcing a winner. Apparently they've changed their rules uh, so that this new premium VIP uh, membership thing that they have, uh, if you win the tournament, you have that, you you just win. You don't have to do anything else. So we don't um, draw a name. The name was given to us. Johnny, you got that name. Sure do. So congratulations to Jason Gomez. You are the overall winner for last week's tournament uh, contest. And uh, yeah, that's on statementgames.com. Um, real easy to play. You're, you're ranking um, prop bets, basically, confidence 1 to 10. Uh, we've been playing it for a couple of years now. It's really good. Um, we did okay last week. Some things didn't go like how we thought they would, but that happens every week. Uh, all right. So this week we've got Steelers Bills, uh, which is actually pretty, pretty good. Should be a good game. Uh, he gave us a bunch, so I'm just going to go through these. I didn't really pick any out yet. So, um, who, what the heck? I can't read that top one. All right, so Big Ben over under two and a half passing touchdowns this week against the Bills. Under. Yeah, that feels like an under. Um, Connor over under half a rushing touchdown. Over. Yeah, I mean, assuming it is Connor, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Bills defense over under three and a half sacks under. Yeah. They had zero this yeah, week. Yeah, under. Yeah, they just, I don't know. Their pass rush still isn't great. If Mario Addison's your best guy, you're in trouble. Um, Stefan Diggs over under 67 and a half receiving yards. Over. Over. And Juju over under 61 and a half receiving yards. This feels tough. This under. one's tough. Yeah, I think I'll go under as well. Um, Deontay Johnson, though, would be over. Yes. That, uh, that top one is Josh Allen over under two and a half touchdowns. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I got the today thing right in there. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be a great game. Um, going to be close. going to come down to the wire. Excellent Sunday night game. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Nice. Uh, okay, other bets last week we had... <laughs> We had Raiders minus seven and a half at the Jets. Should have just taken the money line. Is mm. is great as much as that seemed like a lock, it wasn't. They only won by three. So that's a loss for it. Ten and six for the year. So I've learned my lesson and I'm going Green Bay money line at Detroit this week. Mm. What's the I take point? The seven and a half, I think. Oh. Yeah. Give me Green Bay with the spread. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to take Moneyline because I'd rather see 11 than 6 than 10 and 7 when you guys miraculously, you know, lose by 3. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. True. That's all we got. All right. Cool. Uh, well, thank you all for joining us for episode 133. Make sure and follow us uh, at IDP, guys. Individually, I'm at Nate Cheat. John is at OrangeMan3142. And Sean is at Lanny1925. Subscribe to the show. Go to IDPGuys.org. In the sidebar on the right, there are links for iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and an RSS feed for the podcatcher of your choice. While you're there, become a subscriber. Uh, get access to the Slack channel, to all the premium data, to uh, the tools and stuff in, that we have there and in development. Uh, and remember to be... Uh, 
use the coupon code NFL draft 2021 uh, to get the uh, draft magazine bundle for uh, $20 instead of 50. So you get a $30 uh, reduction in that price uh, for this season, for the rest of the season. And you can pre-order uh, next May's draft magazines, as well as get the last year's magazines um, for free. Uh, make sure you have subscribed to our YouTube channel, Writer Digest Network, R-E-I-T-E-R. Uh, that's where you get to see a ton of great videos. You get to see us here with our show. And uh, we got a lot of great content coming. We've done a lot. And then we've got more uh, coming in the offseason. And finally, pre-order the 2021 NFL Draft magazine. Uh, go to idpguys.org, click on the magazine button, and uh, make sure you've secured your magazine, whether digital or print, uh, for next year. So with and, that, uh, follow at Big Jimmy G Guy. <laughs> <laughs> 